When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dad's Net original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads, a podcast where some dads get together and chat about dad stuff. It's a dad's eye view of the world, you could say. Um, Ooh, nice. Hey, a nice. Oh, well, you know, Jim's not on. used that one before, boys. Hold they? on. No. You're not Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, you sound uh, slightly different. What's going on here? <laughs> hey, slightly younger. Oh, sorry, Jim. Uh, <laughs> this is Loose Dads. And yes, um, it's me this week, Sparky. Uh, taking the host seat as Jim's on holiday in Fishguard. Hope he's having a great time with the family. Um, and so, in true style to Jim, I thought I would introduce the panel in a, well, a unique way. And mm. as the resident gardener, I thought I'd take the opportunity uh, <laughs> to, well, introduce the panel as to which plant or flower best represents okay, them. Okay, nice. Hey, let's build. <laughs> Bit niche, hey. but okay. Bit, hey, hold on, guys. Oh, yeah, I yeah. No, want, no, mate, yeah. I, can't wait, I can't wait till the week I do this and tell you what guitars you all are. Uh, <laughs> yes! Well, wait your turn, mate. I'm off next week, actually, on holiday, so maybe you just uh, need Jim to be ill and, and you're in. Just be me and Brad. Here we go. I'm the poison ivy. Come on, say it. <laughs> uh, oh, no, Brad, actually. Let's go with you first, right? Let's go with you first. Uh, start with Brad. Now, he would be be a crocosima, uh, actually native to South Africa, Brad, but they do transfer well to an English climate, uh, very much like yourself. Hold on, uh, ho- hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the spelling of this? Crocosima. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. I've, yeah, I've I got a red the pronunciation. Like, I want the spelling. <laughs> I, need you know, I just run it into Google and it'll autocorrect it because it's got a red squiggle <laughs> under the white bit I've got Gross. written down here on so, my iPhone. Uh, Oh, Just right, Crocosima actually is native to South Africa, saw it on garden as well, but you can check my working out if you want. Is it is it's, a um, nice plant? Yeah, it brings a bit of fire to the landscape, which is definitely true to Brad, uh, with its red <laughs> dragon-like flower. Um, yeah, it's bold and striking, very much like a lot of Brad's comments. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? It could, it is, I've never heard of this plant before in my entire life. Yeah, you Brad, call yourself Brad. a South African. And no one had heard of you before this podcast. Hey! <laughs> You don't even know your own native flowers, mate. Come on. Wow. Wow. They can grow very tall, though, Brad. And if you have seen our latest Wagon Wheels video, which is available on the Dad's Net, you'll see Brad is quite a giant, um, especially next (laughs) to me. (laughs) I mean, I look like a daisy next to the giant crocosima. That is Brad when watching that video. So that's you. Welcome, our crocosima. 
annual flower, beautiful Bradley. Uh, definitely recommend getting some. Uh, Jack, yes. another giant of the garden, because yeah. again, with your tall and broad style, this flower mimics that because, you know, you play basketball, don't you? I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, sometimes I mentioned mention it. it, have I? <laughs> <laughs> so similar to your basketball physique, uh, as adds a great number of levels and colour to any landscape, which Jack, with his varying views in the podcast, always offers, and quite a sensible, nice view. Um, and uh, well, once it's past its best and it's ended its blossom, its seed is removed to nourish the <laughs> vegan community. <laughs> you had the snip right, mate? <laughs> You're, of course, a sunflower, because uh, that's what you vegans have for breakfast, isn't it? Like sunflower seeds. Uh, delicious. <laughs> Just a nice big bowl of seeds. <laughs> I know Jim's not here this week, but I've covered him off, guys, because uh, Jim would be a hardy perennial. Solid, reliable and long-lasting. Just like Jim. Like, yeah. We still don't know how old yeah. he is. But yeah. yeah, real long lasting. Old. <laughs> um, and you could have gone with solid. oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> could have gone with oak, actually. You know, loads of rings in the uh, yeah, yeah. in the trunk when you cut it in half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's a solid standpoint to build any flower bed around. Very much like this podcast works, you know, where we build ourselves around Jim, which is usually our anchor. And uh, before you'll get bored of my flower chat, me, I'm a daffodil, short and sweet. I only really put the graft in for about a quarter of the year, spring. Uh, I just keep coming back though, year in, year out. But most importantly, boys, I look good in your mum's front garden. Right, let's get on with it. This is Loose Dads. Let's do our feature over underrated. Under. Over. Under. Over. Under. Over. Rated. Right, let's get into this then. This is over underrated. Uh, it's our feature. We do it every week. And I think it's my turn in the hot seat this week. Boys. It is. Basically, how it works is you guys are just going to throw a load of topics at me or things or, I don't know, places, things to do. And I'm going to say if they're over or underrated. All right, can I start? Going first? Can I start? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had this written down because I knew we were doing you. I had this written down before your intro, so don't think I've just got terminology off you. Okay. Okay. First up, annuals. Ooh. Annuals? Annual perennials or annual like returning flowers? Uh, annual plants, yes. <laughs> no, annual plants, not perennials. <laughs> oh, no, because we could have been talking about the dandy here. I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, no. Because <laughs> that's definitely, they're underrated, man. Yeah. I love the beano annual. But <laughs> no, I'm going annual... annuals versus perennials, really. But I can only put one in because it's under over. So annuals. Okay, uh, annuals, uh, underrated. Because, I mean, it means less work for you in the garden. They come back every year, like... You give them a cut back and they're there, they return, they grow from, from seed. It, yeah, like, mate, if you want a nice looking garden without all of the work, annuals. I thought annuals are the ones that are only there for a year. Perennials are the ones that come back. It's... Uh, well, Ooh. it's... Oh, I've, you're calling I don't know, credibility, I've always referred yeah. to annuals. Hold on, you're calling out my gardening credibility. I just thought annuals were ones that come back every single year because they're annually. Like, I thought that's what perennials were because I always get really confused with this terminology because Danny talks to me about it. Hold on. Sorry, no, mate, shit, this has turned into the gardening episode. Jim goes away for one do, week, do, the do, oldest do, guy, do, and we make it sound like an episode of Garden as well. <laughs> um, yeah, perennials die back in autumn and regrow in spring. But annuals 
Oh, single grownties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Overrated then, mate. Like, Overrated. But then they are and they're not. Because if you, you're going to really want to do your, your baskets or your, your boxes, your window boxes every year. So they're lovely for that and to give you a bit of colour. But perennials mean less work. So yeah, okay. Let's go. Sorry. Overrated yeah. annuals. I, I don't get annuals. I don't get annuals. Why are you spending, spending money on planting shit that's literally going to die in a month? It doesn't make sense. But, but that make the same could be said about flowers, don't you think that every time about yeah. you when you buy yes. the, the other half, Definitely. like a bunch of flowers? Definitely. <laughs> but annuals don't get me laid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> I don't know, mate. If you plant the right ones in a nice basket, and on a nice evening you give her a wine in the garden, you might get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll cut. I'll, I'll cut this line. But annuals don't get you. <laughs> 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 Wait, mate, not a lot gets you that. Uh, and everyone listening will be like, agree. You've got to be really good to get that. I don't think you should cut that, dude. <laughs> my wife will definitely be listening. Like, she do, she doesn't let me do that. Just let me oh, hold, that oh, 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 Jack, hold on, hold on. Can I ask, what is it like to actually have a wife that listens to the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that must uh, be quite nice. At times. Oh, yeah, fair. Should <laughs> <laughs> we move it on? Quick, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I got one I for mean, you. I mean, there was an over-under there that we could have gone for. <laughs> hey, 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 it looks underrated in uh, in porn, um, but it would appear it's... My missus just thinks it's overrated because she's not interested. Right, but anyway, uh, All right. Brad, you said you had one. All right, let's go for it. Uh, seeing the fact that he is not here, and I love your little cover-up about saying that he's going away on holiday, but we know that he's actually recording his other podcast about the old man and tea in Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> his granddad podcast. Yeah, granddad, yeah. Um, what about Jim Coulson? Jim Coulson is massively underrated <laughs> he's a talented funny lovely guy uh, but as you're hearing now probably not as good as a podcast host as me hey. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. all, right. all right now by the way if, if somehow we can lead from gym to <laughs> that is going to be very super awkward <laughs> right well i mean i've heard jim's absolutely brilliant at that well, oh, hold on no no i was trying to do him a favor and now I've heard, how would you know that sparky right quickly throw something else at me let's move away from Brings, the back door topic meaning uh, to loose dads um, <laughs> okay i'm going completely away from it peaky blinders uh, mm. Overrated, mate. Like, oh. not into it. Like, I think I lived in Birmingham for eight years, and I I watched series one. It, it might get better, but I I didn't get through series one because I thought the accents were so bad, like weren't realistic. I, I lived actually I worked in the black country for four years of that time, and I just thought, no, you guys don't sound as authentic as I'd like you to. Mm. Um, and the Brummies will probably disagree with me in some elements, but no, I, I wasn't that into Peaky Blinders. What about you boys? Absolutely love it. I've watched like two episodes and that's about it. Oh, come on. No, like not not, not like because I didn't think dark. it was interesting. It's like, it's it's like just... DC dark, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm sold. No, it was um <laughs> I, I watched I watched like two episodes and I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I just never carried on and I I genuinely couldn't tell you the reason for it. It's not that it, I wasn't interested in it. It's a slow burner. Like it really is. You have mm. to be into a lot of chat in your drama. Mm, mm. I think. And Can like, I be also honest? Also, a lot about... of like eye gouging and razor blades. But yeah, yeah, that's the part like, I was looking forward to. Savage. I didn't see much of it. Though. Mm. That's probably why. Yeah, I was like, uh, where's all the the death, the murder, and the mayhem? <laughs> <laughs> Can I be a bit shady though and say like another reason I don't like Peaky Blinders is because suddenly 
they, like that geezer type bloke suddenly puts on a flat cap and a trench coat and he thinks he's one of the cast of it you know like there's very mm, there's a lot yeah, of blokes yeah, yeah. that dress up as Peaky Blinders and walk around town like they're going to headbutt you at any second yeah and actually I wore a flat cap before that because I'm an old man at heart <laughs> and I live in the country and then Peaky Blinders comes out and everyone's like oh you're wearing a Peaky Blinders hat it's not it's not a Peaky Blinders hat is no, it it's not yeah. I liked it before but Peaky Blinders this, made him popular this is a farmer's hat thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> okay Brad you got another one yeah uh, a loofah <laughs> like a like a backwash washing loofah yeah. Uh, Why did that make me laugh? You just keep saying it. Alufa. That's the most South African you've sounded in a while. Um, No, I'd say uh, underrated. Like, my dad... Uh, was banging to a loofah like no bathroom was complete without a loofah he was banging, like, banging into a loofah right no 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 hold like, on as whoa in- whoa whoa I think hold on hold on for the sake of the edit Jack I think you need to rewind that I'm pretty sure he said my old man was banging a loofah <laughs> bang into a loofah ba- bang in into a loofah uh, well yeah it's not helped it has it but what I meant is is like I he was the man that was like we need to have a loofah you know, you know that <laughs> little weird thing that you said. He was banging a bit. You know those things that went across the bath that you, when you were a kid, it just, you had your soap. Oh in yeah, 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 like those trays, those bath trays. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. remember there always being a loofah in there, and it was like it was. Oh, that's your dad's loofah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't touch quite it. Touch it. Definitely don't touch it. <laughs> right, Jim's not here for one look, week, and we've gone X-rated. You know this exactly. Jim's the one that keeps us all in line. Like we're just like a bunch of giggly school kids. Uh, um, but I mean, I'm fine with it. But no, my dad did not make love to any uh, <laughs> bathroom equipment for what I know right Jack one more before we move this ship on uh, uh. <laughs> I've got a really horrible image of my father now guys thanks for that Brad thanks and that would be scratchy wouldn't it like it would it scratch would, yeah, yeah that wouldn't yeah. be very pleasant no. no it's good for getting dry skin off your back dead skin off your back not for attacking another type of skin right hey, Jack, I honestly quickly, don't feel like I can follow that up mate <laughs> I'm looking at my list going the funniest thing very jarring the funniest thing is I thought oh Lufa that's quite an innocent thing <laughs> but clearly <laughs> taking I just got to change the way I speak oh mate <laughs> okay right Eric Clapton <laughs> oh, you see right. it, it doesn't flow <laughs> hey I bet he's banging to Lufus. <laughs> I would say uh, Clapton. I, Are I you like into Clapton. the clap? That's what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Did Clapton um, do "Wonderful Tonight"? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Then underrated. Because I love that song. I bust that out at karaoke. I, I will have a go on uh, of Eric Clapton "Wonderful Tonight." Uh, it was covered by Damage, and they did do a good job with it. But yeah, Eric, don't, don't squint your face, Jack. <laughs> The urban band damage were one of the greatest things of the 90s and I won't have a bad word said about them. But yeah, Eric Clapton, underrated mate. Yeah, awesome. Like, right, if you yeah. love music, you love Eric Clapton, right? I'm happy with that. Brad? Yeah, yeah. What about Cream? I'm, what, there's cream? A, this, is, this is one for Jack. The band or the song? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, the band. Uh, prefer, prefer Clapton's solo stuff because it's a bit tighter. You know? Nice. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think Cream is a lot more poppier based, isn't it, as well? Mm, yeah, yeah. 
Put some cakes on. Yeah, cool. I thought that was another jar, and I was thinking, oh, <laughs> double cream on Christmas pudding. I quite like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just general cream. Yeah, I quite like it. Clotted, uh, smooth. Yeah, no. Well, this underrated has overrated. This underrated has been random as and filthy. Um, but we'll have another one next week, and I'll be chuffed not to be in the hot seat <laughs> if the questions say- are like that. This underrated has been brought to you by Bathroom Wear. for all your loofah needs (laughs) right coming up we've got uh, on this episode a special recording of our Wagon Wheels Real Talk uh, which is actually a discussion about has COVID-19 made you a better parent or how has it affected you as a parent Uh, that's coming up in the episode and of course we'll check in with the news that's all on the way on Loose Dads This is Loose Dads. Uh, it's me, it's Jack, it's Brad. No gym this week because, well, like you say, his code story is he's on holiday in Fishguard, but we know he's fil- uh, he's recording his podcast, The Best Cardigans of the North, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which will be available where you get your podcasts, and I'm sure he'll be promoting it on this podcast soon. Uh, shall we get into the news, boys? Let's do it. Yeah. Right, every week we check in with the news and try and give you a dad's eye view of, well, how we feel about the news this week. Um, One interesting story that's dropped today is that 16 and 17 year olds are to be now in a government U-turn. What's one of those? We've never seen that before. Mm. Uh, Are going to be offered the vaccine. Uh, I mean, hold on, hold on. Sparky, can I just say, like, I know we always have to talk about COVID because it is prevalent in everyone's lives right now but it's never going away can we just can can we focus on something that's i mean i was going to say parent related but obviously 60 like 16 17 year olds having the jab (laughs) is parent related in a sense (laughs) but like i'm just so pissed off with how expensive like staycations are dude like i'm so desperate to go away and like like, I don't know if it's I, COVID related, but like staycations themselves are hideously expensive. Let's let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, we've said it, we've said it, we've said everything we need to say about COVID. Vaccines. Yeah, like yeah, COVID and vaccines and stuff. Like, I feel like I've 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 I've, I've flogged a dead horse here on this topic. But like, <laughs> yeah, but but like like you, we're so used to as parents. Like, obviously, the summer holidays went you know back pre-COVID where. Um, going away during the summer holidays was extortionate because everyone knew that parents were just desperate to get away so they'd hike their prices up. Mm. But like like out-of-season staycations now, dude, are extortionate. Like I just want to take the family away for a weekend just to get away from like the mundanity of life. Yeah. But like yeah. I can't because you're sick pro- of seeing your house yeah, exactly. not, even though it's been renovated Brad yeah. like you've, we've been seeing these walls for enough time exactly. so you want to go away exactly that dude and, and you know what like obviously we've we've now burnt through the the excitement of the renovations because like that's so so like yesteryear news you know it's like old news <laughs> and like yeah. we just want to get away and like I can't like, I can't justify the extortionate prices I'm seeing just to go away for a few days to mm. to Cornwall or wherever Devon or anything it's unbelievable I just generally don't know how most people are managing to get away and I'm aiming this at maybe um L from the dad's net 
Because like I just see him away all the time, and I just want to know <laughs> how Mate, is he? Doesn't he doesn't pay for anything. Is, is exactly. this podcast doing well? Isn't it? For, yeah, for yeah exactly, exactly. We must be earning him some serious money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that wagon wheels money paying for his holidays. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? It's just it's criminal. Have you seen the? Um, have you seen the Centre Parks prices? The week you go back, the week they go back to school, literally yeah. halves. I know, the price it's, of yeah. that literally halves. So I saw I saw a meme that was like, uh, if you don't know I when the kids exactly go that. back to school, Centre Parks have this handy tracker, um, and yeah, just showing that comparison, it's literally it's, half the price. It's, it's criminal, dude. Because like years ago, um, I looked at you know taking the family. I'm I'm desperate to go to Disney World in Florida, mm, and right. if I was to take the the four of us during summer holidays we were looking at two weeks flights and accommodation eight and a half grand right go, yeah yeah right yeah crazy go a week after when they go back to school and you're looking at three grand like that's disgust like it's so infuriating right that's yeah. a big problem that we've already got yeah like what you're saying but yeah. now with covid it's you you can what you're getting five grand i've seen stories of five grand quotes Dude, to go to call i literally i was looking because i was like man you know what the um Cole's birthday's coming up soon. I've got a few days off. Maybe we could go in our wedding anniversary falls around the same time. Maybe we go away for a few days. And the quote the most expensive quote, I'll put this out there. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say the most expensive, but one of the 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 most expensive was eight and a half grand for two nights away in Cornwall. <laughs> what? What sort of hotel are you staying in? It was a year. Uh, it was a year. Yeah, exactly. You had to bring your own wood for the fire as well. You didn't even get that in with your eight and a half. But you got your own cow, so you had unlimited milk on tap, which was great. Um, but uh, like, I, like, when you start to see those international holiday prices coming into your local staycations, I, I genuinely don't know how people are doing this. And are people yeah. like breaking their 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 backs? just to get away at the minute because obviously we all need that yeah. sort of break and that release well i, I think so i think true. people are spending are spending the money they would have spent on a on an abroad holiday like yeah. we're used to staycation prices being cheaper because of the staycation prices yeah but now now they know no one could get away it's it's the same prices going abroad you it's know they've, they've rolled the flight cost into into the staycation yeah. like i so it was danny's birthday the other day and I've booked for me and her to go to a hotel and have a spa and that sort of stuff uh, Friday night. And uh, I, she wanted to get excited about the place. So I showed it to her on booking.com and I said, oh, th- these are the pictures of the room we're staying in. And it said from, it had a from price. And I was like, I did not pay that. I paid way more than that. What, where is this from price? I want that from price. <laughs> yeah, how do I get that? It's in three years time, mate, when they re- recommend that the market might balance yeah, out yeah, yeah. and they can stop robbing people. I was like, it's oh, nearly like, bloody double that. What are you talking about? It's because you know what you can get. And like, yeah, I've had some great holidays in the past, relatively cheap, you know, to places like Cuba and Mexico. Yeah. But when you like, mm. I love Cornwall. I'm not a snob. I love like mm. some of the great th- places you can go to in the UK. <laughs> but I... If I know I can get an all-inclusive beach in Cuba for the price of yeah. sitting in a haven in Torquay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not fair. <laughs> like, where does the price of a pound? What is the price? Well, you know, how does a pound be justified anymore? It, it's not like. I, 
and, and another thing I've heard, actually, I've had a friend that's literally just come back from holiday down in Cornwall. And so and, and add into the mix. So, Brad, you've paid eight and a half grand. You've gone, you know what? We're going to bite the bullet. We're going to pay our eight and a half grand. Yeah. I don't know how. You, yeah, you've had yeah, a good okay. week or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, right. Cool, I've won the lottery. So just yeah, yeah, go yeah. with me yeah, on yeah. this imagination. So you yeah. do that. You go down for your two nights and there is a high chance that you won't be able to book into any restaurants because they're all at maximum capacity. Like, unless you pre-book them when you booked your hotel, which if you're doing a late break, you haven't got the chance oh, to do. Like a friend dude. of mine yeah, went to Cornwall for a week and had to have fish and chips, basically, and takeaways every night because they couldn't get into any restaurants because, oh, sorry, COVID, you've got to book in and it's all booked up because everyone's booked everything in the UK. <sighs> oh, like, but you paid your eight and a half grand yeah. so you're having fish and chips in your posh expensive hotel well, room well I was going to say to Yet. be fair if I pay eight and a half grand that better be all inclusive at that hotel I best not have to leave that <laughs> hotel room which is kind of counterproductive anyway to <laughs> you paying for a holiday away okay but, uh, but look at the, oh. look at the silver lining guys right you guys don't live in destinations so uh, surely all the restaurants should be <laughs> free oh. as anything me <laughs> think of Paul Muggins up here I can't get uh, anything oh. I would, in the broads? On the Norfolk broads. Oh, everyone wants this place. Oh, it's oh. terrible. That right now at the moment is literally the equivalent of Antigua. Yeah. You're in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, normally I go to Antigua, but oh, I've gone to the Norfolk broads. Uh, yeah. the I think, I think seeing, seeing a swan I, I, is like seeing a flamingo. <laughs> I think you're missing a trick here though, Jack. I think there's an opportunity for you to make some more dosh. Like well, you rent, need to put up a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put well, out a room. Garden. Yeah. On my kayak, I could give people trips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a breaking news story. Well, I feel like everyone's well well aware of it though, Brad. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah, sorry, sorry to hijack your theme, crime. dude, but I just I'm so frustrated with it because like I just need to get out, but I can't because those prices are just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, um, well, mate, it's COVID related. So you've still kept it on the theme. <laughs> the theme. Yeah, COVID, not only has it cost us our freedom, it's cost us the ability to afford a holiday yeah. in the UK. Yeah, bastard. Uh, anyway, have you boys got a new story for us, Jack? Jack, you got a new story? Uh, I do, yes. Uh, I'm related. <laughs> you want the, just the headline? The headline works, well, doesn't it? Give okay. us the story. Well, no, yeah, I'll give the story it to us. Well, but headline yeah, works, right? yeah. I mean, that's usually a good a, That's a where good I start, and usually yeah. all yeah, I yeah, read yeah. in the news story. This, <laughs> so you go this is like the real news, yeah. But this is, I, I read this headline and went, well, that's the story. Okay. Doctors figure out why woman was lactating from her armpit. What? Yeah, a woman, a woman in Lact- Portugal. Lactating gave- as in producing milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Okay. So, what did she have? A, she, was she, she pregnant at the time? So, she had a baby um, and obviously started lactating from her regular breasts uh, and then memory. was yeah. complaining of a pain in her armpit. Turns out there was some um, titty tissue. Like, I don't know what the. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the term. That's the, the official terminology. Sorry, you've got titty tissue under your armpit. <laughs> Please let that be in the doctor's journal. <laughs> Titty tissue. <laughs> right, that's the name of this week's episode, so we know anyway, boys. So, Titty tissue. <laughs> Right, get it out oh, now, Jack. Come on. So, right. what was so the titty tissue? So she had some titty tissue in her armpit, and uh, and it was it was it was a milking. You know, it was it was producing milk. So she had she had this pain in there, and it's because she's got like a third tit under her arm. Wow. 
Uh, Some people just, get a Rice Krispie third uh, nipple, but this woman, she's just yeah. growing a boob <laughs> under her armpit. Third, third boob, and there's actually uh, a picture of her armpit lactating. Uh, uh, hold on, but they, like, uh, there's obviously no nipples, so is it just lactating through her pores? Through the armpit, yeah. Through her pores. So like where uh, she would sweat. Salty oh, milk. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, that's... Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Salty. No. Yeah. And she only used it when she, you know, on her kid, I'm imagining once... She'd used what? up all her milk in her actual breast. She's like, oh, do you know what? You're going to have to have the pig. Oh. It's not come back. My milk's not come back in for the next day. Like, feel sorry for that kid. Feel sorry for that child. I'm sorry this batch has a bit of tartness to it, but that's just mixed in with some sweat. You know, <laughs> you know to be fair, she could do triplets pretty easily. Hey, she, she so. could do, yeah. <laughs> As like that woman on, uh, oh, what's that? A Total Recall. She could have yes, done that. Yeah, oh, yeah, she used yeah. to think that yeah. too. And uh, just think of think of what Octomum could have done with um, yeah. with a few <laughs> extra boobs, <laughs> knee boobs issue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's amazing. That's, that's Do you know what? Story, right? So there's, titty there's tissue, no that's it. That. Yeah, <laughs> she just and, and what? So she just developed a bit so of a boob under her there's, armpit. Yeah, there's or? something. There's um, it's something to do with the way the embryo develops. There's and mammary glands. Oh, Stop using proper terms. We like titty <laughs> tissue. Titty like, tissue. <laughs> Basically, normally, uh, that that titty tissue <laughs> as a fetus all disappears except for in the titty area. Uh, and with this woman, it just stayed in the armpit. Yeah. Well, yeah. amazing. Look, that, that is amazing. And just another but, amazing thing like, about the female body I've, that we've I've learned never heard today, of guys. This. Never heard of this, but apparently between 2% and 6% of women are born with additional breast tissue. Well, with my I'm with my latest uh, fitness regime, I'm convinced I have <laughs> enough breast <laughs> tissue as well. <laughs> it's got some tissue. He'd like I to got me of. some man boobs. Be squeezing it tonight. Yeah, bro. I got me some man boobs going on. <laughs> Give it a squeeze. See if you can get a little bit of uh, Nesquik out of there tonight, mate. Before you go to bed. Right, guys, we're going schoolboy right, again. So cool. we better Fair move enough. it on. Uh, right, Brad, um, do you want yes, to go? Yes, yes, right. sure. Uh, all right, so the headline for this one is My husband recently passed away and my in-laws keep asking for his sperm. Oh. Yeah, all right. Okay, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. I know. <laughs> no. A lot of fluid-based stories. Yeah, tonight. I know. So basically what happened <laughs> is uh, this lady's husband, they were undergoing chemotherapy and they decided to freeze some of his sperm to try, obviously, artificial insemination for during that process. But he has since passed away. And her in-laws are now trying to fight her for the sperm. I don't really know what their intention is with said sperm. Well, yeah. Uh, so, I, like, I mean, that's the weirdest like, you know, thing. You know, Selling when, it. you know, like when someone dies and you can get their ashes made into a bit of jewellery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, but, Can you do that? Yeah, like a little pretty, that? pretty much. I think I th- I'd assume that that's what the grandparents want to do. They just want to use his sperm to go find a... Um, uh, someone to inseminate. Oh, what's the appropriate terminology here for this, guys? I've drawn a blank. Sorry, but how do you fertilize? Fertil- no, no, that's not the right terminology either. Find a, um, find a. Oh my god, turkey based. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. but how do you? Sorry, how do you go about having that conversation? Oh, it's really lovely to meet you. We think you're a wonderful woman. Um, I've got a little pot of my dead son's frozen spunk in the freezer. 
Yeah. yeah. Can I pop it up? Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. He was a nice, handsome man. Here's some pictures. I think like, you two would have been anymore. a good match. I mean, like, my, my, my question is though, it's like, awkward. did obviously the, 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 the wife, like not meet like expectations of these parents for her to be the number one consideration <laughs> for these grandkids. Like, couldn't they go to her and be like, all right, so unfortunately, you know, Steve has passed away. Could we use his, uh, his sperm to create a grandchild and a child for you in a, in a loving memory way? But no, it's kind of like, no, we want his sperm so we can go find someone else to get someone pregnant. Uh, what so an awkward weird. story uh, I just feel like absolutely there's no what? way I can do my news yes, story yes, after this because yes, no, hey, so hey, look, normal look, if, they, if they are still looking for some <laughs> then I know a certain man's loofah <laughs> that uh, <laughs> may have a few deposits <laughs> well yes, here's my question though for you guys if <laughs> and that would be prime specimen can I just say yeah, well, standing yes. up for my dad now seeing you keep ripping me that'd be some good quality stuff uh, yeah, yeah the kid would be short but <laughs> Look, it makes stuff like this this sort of specimen you know I'm here EG here yes here's a question for you guys though like let's just say let's just put you in this situation right you're with your partners as you are now and you're going through unfortunately you're having cancer and you're going through chemotherapy and you decide to freeze some of your sperm and, Slightly and, less happier and, than the journey story, imagination story. We yes, yes, of course. Right. Yes, I'm yes. To go right. with it. Um, <laughs> I want to go on holiday instead. But let's just say, I right, mean, and, and, so, and, sorry, not to, not to interject again, Brad, but that would purely be for decorative purposes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I know, we can, I know. We can hold freeze on, it, but like, it's just for I, margaritas. I just, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to put you... Hey, you've got to do the rim, don't you? <laughs> Remember the sunflower that is Jack? He's had his seed removed. It's just... It would just be... I, tell you, I mean, it would be your DNA. I tell, I tell, right? I tell, so, I, Jim, where are you? I tell you what, I tell you what, like, when Jim's here, this is like a U-rated show. Jim disappears and this is like a between a 15 to 18 rated show. <laughs> That's why you should always keep an old person around you to keep you sensible. <laughs> All right. I miss All you, right. Jim. It's, I've lost control, Jim. I, I was supposed to try and anchor this. I I I feel like the pilot of the ever what's it's called that was stuck in the Suez Canal forever. Like I've lost it. I've yeah, lost you're like it. Austin Powers in that little buggy trying to turn round in the hallway, trying yeah, to get out just, of this situation. Let me just finish this, right? I know obviously um Jack, you're a decorative individual and I'm a decorative yeah, yeah, individual, yeah. but let's just assume that we weren't, right? And you had okay. donated your sperm and you've frozen your sperm for the chance of impregnating your wife because you're going through chemotherapy and this is your last chance to potentially have a child you die and then you sit in there in the ether and you're able to magically watch what's going on how would you feel when you see your parents not choosing your partner as their go-to person <laughs> to inseminate and have your children thing. Never liked her anyway. Yeah. Like, it's, the, it's the best example of that. Never liked exactly. her anyway. Yeah. Sorry, has, has she already had the two children that I've got? Uh, <laughs> like, let's, say, let's assume no. Let's let's put ourselves in the cause, boots cause, of because at that point, at that point, it's like mm, the first two were a bit iffy, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was, and it was definitely her that was yeah. causing uh, the issue. Let's try elsewhere. <laughs> All right, I've got to move this on. I don't know how I'm going to bring this back to a story about the Olympics and how Facebook helped someone become an Olympic champion for their country. So, right, right, bear with me. 
so uh, Rojas, who was the first female Olympic gold medalist for Venezuela, she's been uh, taking part in the Tokyo Games this year. She's uh, uh, she made the history in triple jump. Now. Randomly on Facebook, you know, usually you get friend suggestions. Uh, do you scroll through those yeah, guys? Do you have yeah, a look at it and see yeah, if there's anybody yeah, interested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I usually find it is people that I've deliberately avoided adding as a friend before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah, 45 friends in common. <laughs> <laughs> but not you for a reason. It's, it's nothing personal. Uh, but um, so she was going through these and noticed that one of the recommendations which Zuckerberg had said was a Italian triple jump legend previous olympic winner so just on the off chance of uh, of uh, doing an ad on facebook she thought okay well I'll, I'll add him like i'll add him as a friend message him and said like oh, i really like doing triple jumping um i see you're a previous champion like, i'd love any advice you could give me he then through facebook offers to be her coach and helps coach her to her first ever olympic gold medal oh wow Look, Facebook wow. is doing more than just selling your details elsewhere. Wow. <laughs> like, it re- it's helping you become an Olympic champion if, if you're willing to put in the in less, cool story. Unless that was a targeted ad from him. Yeah. To be like, <laughs> I need people to coach. <laughs> he's, he's paid Zuckerberg £3.83 yeah, to reach out to niche triple jumpers <laughs> who are likely to reach out. I mean, you can really drag down best, those levels. Best £3.83 ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> right, but guys, at least it was a story where we didn't talk about anybody flu or really take no, it in a really uh, yeah, no, absolutely. It's direction. very, very clean. I can't, I can't even think of a way to ruin it. Well, okay. unless he <laughs> her. I mean, obviously, that's just another good one. Right, okay, but, okay, but, but okay. Uh, definitely have to edit that ow. down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jim, where are you? Where are you, Jim? Uh, look, this is Lisa. That's going to be the longest bleep I've ever done. In the, in the, in the, in the famous words of, uh, who was it? Uh, Spock? Was it Spock or... Yeah, no, it wasn't Spock. It was uh, Dr. Bones, wasn't it? Damn it, no. Who the, f- who the fuck was it? Do- Star- 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 Doctor Who? Star Trek, who used to say, damn it, Jim. Oh, fuck, that's Come irrelevant on, anyway. <laughs> I've lost it, <laughs> lost guys. It, <laughs> right, this is Loose Dad. All pray that Jim's back next week uh, so he can continue to steer this ship in the right direction. Um, we'll be back with the big question and our Wagon Wheel special real talk all on the way on Loose Dads. This is Loose Dads. It's me, it's Jack, it's Brad. No gym this week. Um, and you can tell, can't you? Um, <laughs> um, if you'd love to get in contact with the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can search us on Facebook uh, or we might get put on your suggested friend requests. It's Loose Dads Podcasts if you want to search, find us as a friend and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So we went down to London a few months ago to record some specials with Wagon Wheels and magnificently uh, we've had a chance to sit down and have some real conversations. This week's is featured in the podcast. Uh, it's Wagon Wheels Real Talk and it's all about COVID-19. Has it made us better parents? Enjoy. Okay, guys, you double vaccinated. Double vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, geez. So old. Hey, well, I'm glad to know you're safe. That makes me happy. I bet your grandkids are happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see Gramps again <laughs> in the care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we 
we go. Yeah, that's there. Let's see what I've got to say about this one. Your relationship with your family has been greatly improved since lockdown, but now you've been asked back to the office, which will cut down family time. How do you feel and what do you do? This is an interesting one because we normally talk about the negatives of COVID, the negatives of lockdown. Uh, has anyone had a really cracking lockdown? Oh man, I hate to say it. Like, I, do, <laughs> I hate to say it, but Just don't. I'm so thankful <laughs> don't. that I've had an amazing no. lockdown. No, I have. Like, because it worked out for me. Like, it actually did though, boys, because Jackson was like two months old. And so, mm. although at first it was a really terrifying experience because I'm quite mm. a stupid 36-year-old man, like, who's, who struggles to look after himself. So dealing with the new responsibility of a parent, um, of being a parent and a baby, and then a global pandemic happening, and you're just hearing on the radio, you must stay at home, you must. Mm. And I'm thinking, God, like, I'm scared to just bring a cold back to the house yeah. for the newborn baby. What if I bring back coronavirus? And all of this, it terrified me. So therefore, it started off terrifying. And then I realized being at home and being able to do my job from home and being there, the minute after I finished work, no commute. Like literally I finished, I do a breakfast radio show, so I'd finish on air at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then at five past 10, I was bathing my son. And mm -hmm. I was like, not everybody else is getting this opportunity. <laughs> and then I say that, for, you know, with the biggest empathy for people who had a crap lockdown, but I'm thankful for mine. And hey, it's all about making the most of your individual situation. So has anyone else had a, positives to come from COVID. You don't sound like you do particularly, Brad. <laughs> no, Brad I mean, like Brad's kids are slightly older, man. It's not the sweet scenario I'm going Because you, right. obviously, Brad, like we've had is the homeschooling oh, thing, which, man. oh my goodness, that was difficult, right? So and only one of ours was homeschooling. The other one just sat there and listened. So hard. <laughs> I, oh, I could not wait until the schools opened up again to get them out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Because like it was hard to juggle between your own job and then having to to educate the kids. Mm. So I, I struggled, I genuinely struggled. It got to the point where I was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so when I eventually spoke to the school and she's like, how are you guys getting on? I'm like, well, I'm not really, it's, I'm not doing well. And then she got, oh, don't stress about it, it's fine. I was like, well, shouldn't you guys could have said this like a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> like just a general, instead they batter you with emails of make sure your child's doing your homework, make sure it's this, make mm. sure this is getting handed in, blah, blah, blah. And then. Eventually, you speak to someone, they're like, oh yeah, don't stress. <laughs> the good thing I found was that I actually learned about what my daughter was learning. Because, you know, when your kids come out of school and you say, what have you done today? And they just go, nah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, pizza for lunch. Yeah. I, I just think, well, I'd like to know a bit more about it. And occasionally, you'll trip them up by, say, mentioning something that they go, oh yeah, we learned about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, you got the whole scheme of work for the entire week. And I was like, Oh, you're learning about that? That's interesting. So that's kind of quite nice, actually. And what is good for me, though, dude, is when they're like, oh, we need to do long division. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, I actually can't do my, my nine-year-old's homework. Wow. <laughs> so I work from home anyway. And so I'm, I, like, I, it was a conscious decision once I got fired to <laughs> work for myself. <laughs> so I get, that, I get that benefit that you get, you know, I, I can finish work. I, I can stop for an hour and go and do a swimming lesson or go and play football or whatever with my kids. But I had that thing that they were always in my office all day, every day, because they mm. had nowhere to go. I didn't even have schoolwork to keep them busy. Oh, no. just, <laughs> they were just in there all the time. So you're missing out though, like fundamentally on that, that parent time, because that's something we definitely, and that's something that my missus didn't realize about maternity leave. It's like, as soon as she went back after maternity, she was like, oh my God. 
there's more to life than just changing nappies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they're in your space and they're in your work environment, you're you're not getting that escapism no, no, that no. work normally gives you. No, and also like when you're at work, sometimes you have downtime. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> sometimes I've had jobs where I watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sparky, you've had a great time. Yeah, we've established that. So in that text that I got, it was talked about going back to the office. Now you are back in the office, aren't you? Yeah. Your missus is back. At, working at school. I was going to say back at school. That was yeah, because we don't have to put a disclaimer yeah, on that. It's just like working. Is that proving tough now because you've had all this time? What it's done is it's made me put things into perspective, actually. And I'd say it's made me realise, and I don't know if a lot of people have done this on lockdown too, it's made me go, what's important to me? And actually, mm. you know, before Jackson came along, I was so career focused and all that mattered was my career. I would, yes, like, you know, work said, Sparks, we need to send you here. I'd be like, yes, I wouldn't even think about it. You know, I'd be like, I'm going. Now it's made me think actually, how can I get everything done, get the money for the mortgage to be paid so I can just be with him and, and my partner. Sorry, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like other dads I've spoken to, it's they're so chuffed to have been able to spend a little bit more time with it. Cause I know it's been hard, Brad, like in some elements, but certainly, it's unlocked this whole new part of parenting that they didn't know exists because they were so busy all the time. Yeah. It's just reminded them, look, snap back, look at the home life, look at what else is available. I think now we're, we're back at work though, and now the kids are back at nursery and childcare and that sort of stuff. It's not me looking after them, so I don't have that one-on-one -on -one time with them that I, that I was getting during lockdown. Uh, and I genuinely miss that now, and you know, the kids have started going to mum more and all that sort of stuff, and it's... Uh, Oh man, yeah, it feels weird that, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I like, I definitely feel like I want to be that dad that sort of changes that stereotype that the kid always runs the mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll run to dad. Like, yeah. it's not a competition, but I <laughs> but would like I to win. win. But I, I would want to win. win. I, yeah. I, I can't wait for your kids to get old and we readdress this competition. <laughs> 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 you just sit here like, God, you're so naive. You know, you know, you know, like we were saying <laughs> earlier, is like you know, when, when someone comes up and they say, oh, we're having a child, and you're yeah. sitting there going, you go, oh, well done. And, but in the back of your head, you're like, <laughs> yeah, when you're getting called to go and wipe a bum for the fourth time that day. Oh, yeah. no. What's um, been good for us is that my kids have really got on well together. Because um, they were going to, well, my youngest was at nursery, my oldest was at school, and then they were both off. And only one of us really could afford to spend the time uh, homeschooling. The other one had to work at the time. Sure. So the youngest had to sort of sit in on the homeschooling. It was either that or sitting in in the work and that was not going to happen. <laughs> right. I don't need a four-year-old assistant. But yeah, but their, their relationship has gone from strength to strength because they've spent so much time together that actually they really get on and now they can, in normal times or more normal times than then, can go off and play for ages and I can get some stuff done. So again, another positive of lockdown. I feel like we're, you know, maybe in years to come, we'll be more and more brave. But to say that, but you know, like on the flip side to what Brad was saying is, you, your kids have spent more time together because of lockdown and that's created their relationship stronger. But it's made us all appreciate going out, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, like, absolutely. I don't know if it's made me just really simplify my life a bit. Like I, in terms of like, what do I really need? Like you really realize how superficial a lot of the other crap you get into uh, in your life can be. And being trapped indoors, it takes, it strips everything down and makes you look at yourself in a minimalist way. And for me, I think I need less. Now that's interesting. I've gone the other way. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. Is that booze? Uh, more guitars, more guitars, <laughs> more guitars. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, like, have you got like hobbies? I, I, 
so many people I've spoken to have got back into hobbies or yeah. you know through lockdown because they had that time on their hands. Well, you you totally right really did. Because I'm working in the evenings because during the day I was with the kids. So <laughs> I, uh, okay. you know, taking that time off, having the hour off here and there. Yeah. Brad, your positive of lockdown being over is that the kids have gone back to school. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's yeah. my positive, yes. They've gone back to school. I love them, but in small doses. Yeah, two days a week is fine, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, I guess the positive on the whole situation is it's really made me seriously consider boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> it made me get a vasectomy, so. <laughs> this is Real Talk, powered by Wagon Wheels, uh, with the dad snap, of course, and we are the Loose Dads. Hey, is that all right? This is Loose Dads of From Dad's Net. It's me, Sparky. It's Jack. It's Brad. It's usually Jim. And you can tell it's been quite a different episode this week without him. Um. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, before we crack on. Oh, before, before, oh, sorry. Before you wrap up, shall I say. Let's yeah. all do our before best crack off, impression. Yeah. <laughs> before we crack off, yeah. Let's all do oh. it. Come on, Sparky. Give us your best Jim impression. I think I've been doing it all the episode. Like, no, this no, is loose accent, dads. It's accent, accent. Come on, give us the accent. Uh, man, I don't, I, no, I love Jim. I, uh, hi, it's Jim. No, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone else go first. <laughs> Someone else go first. Jim, if you're hearing this, mate, honestly, don't, uh, you're mo- like, oh, I'm not having, Brad's done this. Oh, I do like a cup of tea. Oh, oh look at my card again. Oh, Yorkshire. Yes. Sorry, I'm brave now. Yorkshire, Yorkshire, North. What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, Brad. Let's let's hear yours. Um, hold on. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm the question now, dude. Like, you feel I'm like done. a bully. I suggested it. I know. I suggested it. I know. I suggested it just to get me to do it. <laughs> I got more confident once you joined in, Jack. And Brad now has just completely bottled it after yeah. raising the question. I was going to say, on. hold on. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Why are you mocking Jim? <laughs> what is it? What is this about? The poor guy's not here to defend himself. Um, I don't know. Well, I'm Jim. No, I see. That's not. That's well, not right. Not from Newcastle. How are you, the lads? Well, well, that's me, Jim. Well, that's the uh, Loose Dads podcast. And J- no, I, I don't know, dude. I, 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 I couldn't do his. I couldn't do his accent. <laughs> uh, next week, Jim will be back. I won't be here. I can't wait to hear all your impressions of me, boys. Um, if you offend me, though, I'll never be back. Um, look, this is Loose Dads. We'd love to hear. From you. <laughs> Marshmallow. Don't start Brad off, mate. Don't start Brad off. Look, this is Loose Dads. We'd love you to follow us. Uh, find us on our Loose Dads podcast page on Facebook. Just search that, Loose Dads podcast. Make sure you've joined and signed up to the Dadsnet community as well, which is there on Facebook, which is a real great, useful source uh, where dads can come together to get advice, just have a rant or just... I don't know, feel a sense of community, but it's brilliant. That's where we all found each other. Right. It's the ask, Dads Nest. Search that. Ask if your uh, your loofah fetish is normal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can give us your opinions on a loofah this week. We'd love to hear that. <laughs> Anything <But> goes. Make sure <laughs> um, they're not all like this. So you should subscribe uh, to our <laughs> podcast. Uh, Loose Dads, hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening. And thanks very much to Jack. Or should I say thank Cheers, you guys. to this week? <laughs> Cheers, I think, to Brad. Thank you very much. And thanks to Jim. Let's hear the crickets. There we go. Huzzah! <laughs> we'll be back next week. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.